Hey everyone, thanks for joining me on another episode with Alexa Ray. Um, so yeah, so another podcast episode number four. Episode number four. So for this topic, um, for this episode, we're going to be talking about being a staying, staying, a ho- staying, stay at home parent. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about being a stay at home parent. Um, the reason I actually originally chose this topic for when I did the first podcast um, last year in 2020, but I didn't get around to doing it. So since I'm starting back up again with the podcast, it gave me another chance to go ahead and talk about this topic of being a stay-at-home parent. And one of the reasons um, that I actually chose this was because um, during the pandemic here in Hawaii, we had a couple, two shutdowns um, where literally all their, most of the majority of the shops were closed and everything um, here in Hawaii. So I thought, you know, most of people stayed home with their kids and had to be a stay-at-home parent. So I thought... This topic would be a good topic to talk about and just, yeah, just talk about since everyone within this past year, since the lockdown, got to experience about being a staying home parent. And plus, um, st- being a stay home parent, that's always something to talk about anyways, because there's a lot of moms, sometimes dad, that do, you know, that do stay home with their kids and everything. So, um, but yeah. Before we get into that topic, I wanted to bring up some things, um, some things that, um, some things that was talked about since the last, since I did episode three last week. So, um, I don't know if you guys pay attention. I know for me personally, I try not to pay attention to the news so much when it involves, uh, you know, the pandemic, the Delta variant or anything related to the vaccine I I don't like watching the news so much because it's always talking about that but of course I still try to keep myself informed to a certain extent so one of the things that they're gonna start this month in September on September 13th was which is Monday so this coming up Monday next week um, in the state of Hawaii they're gonna have where they're going to have this thing where when you go into certain shops, uh, certain restaurants, where you go into certain places, um, the shop or the restaurant or the whatever the place is is going to start requiring that you show your vaccination cards, um, that you took either the vaccine or that you took the vaccine tests within like the past 48 hours. Now the reason why they're the reason why they're deciding to do that here in Hawaii is because with this new Delta variant, there's been a lot of <clears throat> people going around catching it, getting sick, and the cases of catching it is going up pretty high. I think the highest that we had at one point in August was like a thousand, was about a thousand something cases. I think it was like 1,167 or something like that We in um, one day. <clears throat> that was in one day. And then, it, yeah, it kept going up after that between like 
what um I think the second one that I saw that was pretty high was like five hundred something. <clears throat> but um yeah, so there um the reason for showing your vaccination cards of the taking the vaccine or that you took the vaccine test within forty eight hours is um I guess they wanna they wanna try and prevent any more spread of the virus. So that's their whole point of creating this um this I guess this scenario or whatever you want to call it. Um I think they I think it's going to go on for 2 or 3 months just as it's so it's like a trial pretty much just to see how everything goes if it works. Um for me, for me personally, this is just my personal opinion. You know, it's yeah, so yeah, just my personal opinion to me. I think a lot of places are going to have a hard time with um yeah, with having to show the vaccine cards um because pretty much somebody's going to have to be at the door greeting the customer, asking the customer, you know, for the vaccination card, you know, that they took the vaccine or that they took the test. So there's going to constantly be someone that's going to be, you know, that has to be look out on the lookout for that. And then, of course, there's going to be some people that's going to disagree with it and not want to, you know, participate or do, you know, whatever it is that they they're going to just going to give a hard time pretty much. So I think, yeah, it's 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 I guess. It's a good thing they're just trying it out for now for a few months, but I think with a few months, it's going to be a rough few months that some places are going to have a hard time with. Um, But yeah, so I don't want to talk too much about the, yeah, about the vaccines or the pandemic. So that's all I pretty much wanted to let you guys know. Starting September 13th on Monday, you're going to have to show your vaccination card that you took the vaccine or that you took the vaccine test within the past 48 hours at certain shops, uh, restaurants, just certain stores in general. Um, I have to go back and um, look again about like what specific, specifically the criterias are for the shops, like which ones they are going to and whatever. Um, okay, so something else I wanted to bring up as well, which is coming up on Saturday. This Saturday is the September 11th, 9-11. So you guys know about the 9-11, September 11th of 2021. Uh, not, yeah, t- uh, 2001, sorry. September 11th, 2001. You guys obviously know about the World Trade Center in New York City. So this Saturday will mark 20 years of the World Trade Center um, towers going down. So I know they are showing a few documentaries on Hulu about, you know, about the 9-11. And yeah, so Saturday will mark the 20 years of the 9-11 of the Twin Towers going down. So yeah, 20 years. That's a long time. I think I was like 12 years old when it happened. And yeah, I was at school and they played the, the, they showed the TV, they showed it a lot on the TV, watched a lot of TV in school. So they showed that a lot pretty much that day. But anyways, yeah, that's the two things that I wanted to talk about before we went into the main topic of being a stay home parent. Okay. So yeah, moving on to the main focus of this discussion of being a staying home parent. So as I previously mentioned, 
at the beginning of this episode. During the year 2020, last year, we had two lockdowns, and there were a lot of people that were unemployed and had to be at home. and And the school year was there was a school year was canceled as well, so there was a lot of parents that were you know staying at home that were being stay home parents taking care of their kids. So that pretty much got an idea for some people as to the things that stay home parents have to deal with. Um, not saying that going to work is a bad thing or staying home is a bad or good thing or anything like that. So it just pretty much for me, it's just the way I see it, and this is just my personal opinion, of course. So the way I see it was that during the two lockdowns that we had last year here in Hawaii, it pretty much put some things in perspective for people who never experienced being a home, staying, being a stay-at-home parent. Who's never experienced it and who's never really, you know, put a, they, you know, who's never really thought about, oh, how hard it is, how easy it is, you know, who, you know, it just pretty much put a big perspective on certain individuals, on their thoughts of being a stay-at-home parent. Okay, so we're gonna go. I think I have about seven, yeah, seven different things that, I uh, yeah, to talk about that I think are good. To point out, so let's start with number one. The first thing about being a stay-at-home parent is that you're always there for your kids. Um, some parents choose um, choose this path to be there for their kids. Um, they will always be there when their kids um, will always be there when your kids need you compared to being at work. So yeah, so you're always at work. You're not really there for your kids because sometimes you gotta get up early. Sometimes you gotta stay late. And you're not always there for your kids, so pretty much staying at home, being there 24/7, you'll always be there for your kids, which can be a good key, uh, which be a good thing, of course, because your kid will know you always be there for them. But then sometimes, sometimes there's a bad thing about being stay home with your kids. Well, not really bad, but just a con to it. Well, whatever you want to call it. Sometimes always being there. Can make you feel trapped. You maybe love you may love being at home, but there are times when you wish you could have moments to yourself. So yeah, again, it's always good to be home and to be there for your kids. You know, to let your kids know that you're there for them. And I'm sure the kid, you know, the kid or the children will catch on to you know you always being there for them. But then at the same time, it's you know. Yeah, so there's never a moment to where you have to yourself. So, for example, um, a meme that I always see on Facebook or like Instagram is when the parent goes to the bathroom, and the kid is chasing them. You know, the mom goes to the bathroom because they want uh, the mom. The parent goes to the bathroom because the parent wants to have a moment to themselves. So, of course, the kid chases them because they want to be with that parent. They want to go follow them, and then sometimes. The parents in the bathroom, and you see underneath the door, the kids' toes or their kids, you know, letting the parent know that they're there, seems to be a common thing that I see on memes. So, yeah, always being there for your kids is good, but then sometimes you don't have a moment for yourself, 
and you wish you could have moments to yourself and you feel trapped. Okay, so um, topic number, okay, so the next number two will be never alone. Being with your children on a daily basis. Your kids are with you pretty much every hour of the day. You see their first everything, such as their first steps, their first words, and their first injuries. Also, on the flip side, you're never alone, such as not being able to go to the bathroom by yourself. Just as I mentioned previously, never going to the bathroom, never being never being alone, such as going to the bathroom by yourself. So yeah, as I just mentioned previously, when the parent wants to go to the bathroom, they go into the bathroom, but then their kid is knocking on the door because, you know, they want to be with that parent. But also, it's always good, you know, even though you're never alone and you're pretty much being with your children on a daily basis, it's always, you know, there is a good side to it because you do get to see their first steps. Um, you do get to see, uh, listen to their first words and you'll, you know, be there for their first injury. You know, you take him to the hospital or maybe just put a band-aid on because it's bleeding or something. But yeah, you pretty much will get to see um, their first everything. But yeah, okay. Number three, a different kind of work. Your job is taking care of your kids and your home. You can focus all your time and energy on your children instead of work, instead of work deadlines, bosses, or work workplace stress on the flip side you're missing the interactions with your coworkers, satisfaction satisfaction of a good job getting a paycheck or sometimes even getting dressed for work um yeah so that's one good thing about being a stay-at-home parent is that you don't have to deal with actually going to work you know interacting with people at work interacting with people that you don't like and of course, any type of work job, workplace that you work at, there's always some kind of stress. You know, you always got to meet some kind of deadline and have to work with, yeah, pretty much people that you don't like. So being, you know, not saying that taking care of your kids isn't a stress, but it's a different kind of stress. So at least you're already dealing with your kids versus having to go to work. You're dealing with multiple uh, well, different kind of work. Being with your kids, you're dealing with a different type of multiple stress. Um, so, yeah, as I mentioned before, it's a different kind of work. Um, but, yeah, some people do miss their interactions of associating with other people because it's, I guess, because you're not always being home every day. You're at least going out, seeing different people. Um, you're also getting a paycheck. You know, you're actually working, you're getting paid for what you do versus being a stay-at-home parent. You're not really getting paid for being a stay-at-home parent, but which kind of sucks because I wish there should be something for being a stay-at-home parent. And then I guess some people, they miss getting dressed for work. Um, for me, I, I... For me, personally, I probably wouldn't miss getting dressed for work. I don't like getting stressed, dressed for work. I'd probably, I'd, I like staying home in the same outfit for the three days that I'm off and whatever. But yeah, that's just me. People think differently, of course. So yeah, some people do miss getting dressed for work. Okay, so number four, 
Master of the house. Managing the household. Managing the household. So running the house, cooking, cleaning, getting the kids where they need to be, pretty much keeping control of the family schedule. On the flip side, being stressed because everything falls on you and trying to keep up with the kids while raising them. So yeah, pretty much, yeah, if you're a stay-at-home parent, you're pretty much in control of the house, in control and managing the household as far as trying, as for whatever it is that you need to do to take care of the house, whether, yeah, as I mentioned before, whether it's cooking, whether it's cleaning, whether it's grocery shopping, whether it's um, taking the kids to the park, you know, walking them around the block so they fall asleep for their nap, whether it's just, yeah, taking them to their appointments, you know, you pretty much got to be on schedule. Everything is, yeah, on schedule. It's kind of like work. You need to be on schedule with things. So at home, there's a schedule you need to follow, you know, and you follow it. But then for some people, that will be stressful because there's really nobody else there to help you keep track of the schedule or help you clean or cook or grocery shop or do whatever these little things that may be done that you didn't get to. So yeah, staying home is mastering the house, but it also comes stressful for that person because they literally got to do everything, including taking care of the kid or kids on themselves until the other parent comes home. So which could be later in the day or earlier in the day. All depends on their schedule. Um, so next one, number five. Oh yeah, this is a good one to bring up. Um, an employment gap. You'll have a resume that will show how long you've been out of a job. Um, yeah, you'll have a resume that show how long you have been out of a job. Getting a job, again, might be easier for some since companies might be more open to hiring a stay-at-home parent. On the flip side, would be competing with people for the same position again. And you don't have any recent experiences. So, yeah, if you're a stay-at-home parent, you know, let's say um, however long you decide to stay home, there's definitely going to be a big gap from when the last time you worked. So um, some people may think, oh, you know, this person doesn't have enough experience or, you know, something like that. This person just doesn't have enough experience. Should we hire him or her? Excuse me. Um, But then, of course, as mentioned before, there are going to be companies that will hire, you know, people with the uh, that will hire a stay home parent, you know, maybe because they see that they do have the experiences, even though it's a big gap from the last time they worked. They see that this person has experience and they will hire him or her. So that person will work for the company. And as I mentioned before, once you're hired into a company, that parent will have to compete with other people for the same position again, which will be hard because for some people, that's going to be hard for them to deal with because they got to start from the bottom again and work their way up. So that could be however much years for some people. It could be years down the road that they got to work for that again. For some people, they have the option. They do get fortunate enough where they do um, get to position within a few, you know, within a few years of being of working there. So whichever one works out. So, yeah.
Um, number six, financial consideration. Contributing to the income is reduced. Some parents stay home for economic, economical choices such as not having to pay for daycare and or nannies. On the flip side, since there is one paycheck coming in means spending money wisely is more important than ever. Such as, for example, you can use coupons and you definitely have to budget your money as well. So yeah, so this, the financial consideration is definitely, definitely a big one because of course, nobody wants to spend money on a daycare or nannies. That is definitely very expensive. You know, it, it, it's just for one child can be, will definitely be over maybe $300 or more. And you have to, you know, that nanny will, if you hire her, hire a nanny, that nanny will, you know, be in your home. If you hire a daycare, if you go take the child to the daycare, you got to take the, your kids to another place that, that's gonna, that's going to be around other kids and you don't know how the other kids gonna, you know, react with your child. So that's a worry for the parent. So pretty much. Yeah, so pretty much hiring a daycare, going to the daycare, hiring a nanny is a big consideration on whether or not to be a stay-home parent or to go to work. That's going to be a big chunk of your paycheck that's going to be gone. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, also, yeah, so as I said, as I mentioned, there's only going to be one paycheck coming in. So you definitely got to manage on spending your money wisely. Um, but yeah, when one paycheck coming in, sometimes maybe that parent has a full-time, the parent that goes to work probably has a full-time job and then has to go to a part-time job afterward just to help, um, with, you know, just to help out with the home as far as like what the home needs because only one parent is working, the other one's staying home. So one parent's got to work two jobs to help bring in the extra money that they need for the house because only one parent is working. Of course, it'd be a different story if both parents were working, but in some cases, only one parent stays home and only one parent works. So that person either stays, works the one job because they have a really good job, they can afford it, or they might have to pick up a second job for part-time because they need that extra money that they're missing. So you definitely have to make sure you spend your money wisely and you have to budget everything accordingly, making sure this is how much you have left. This is how much I'm going to spend. Do I have any coupons? Yes, I do. Here's your coupons. You know, something like that. I don't know. But yeah, that's how you just pretty much got to budget your money wisely if you have one paycheck coming in. So the last one. This last one that I got, number seven, which I think is very important as well. All these points that I pointed out, I think are important, but this last one is important as well to me. Um, this last one is a change in social life. Your, your social life changes when you have a new focus. You will meet a lot of new stay-at-home parents that become friends. There'll be a lot of sharing experiences. On the flip side, they they will um there will be a lot of activities and gatherings that you won't participate anymore participate in anymore you miss interacting with people besides staying at home so yeah staying being a stay at home parent 
it does change your social life. You definitely are spending 24-7 with your child or your children. So you're pretty much home. That's what the stay, that's the definition of being a stay-at-home parent is literally being a stay-at-home parent. You ain't gotta be in your home, but you're just not going to work. You're not interacting with other people as much as you would have if you were going to work. So your social life definitely does change when you're a stay-at-home parent. You know, you do, they show this in the movies and the TV shows about where, you know, of course, you being a stay-at-home parent, you take a child to the park, you meet other stay-at-home parents at the park that you become friends with. And, you know, you've come to just associate with them over time because these are the only interaction people that you have with is with the nannies or the parents at the park. So, you know, that's that's one social life. Some people do miss the other part of a social life of, you know, going to activities and gatherings, whether it's for work, with your family, with your friends. Some people may not want to invite you because you got they think, oh, you know, they got to take care of their kids. They're not going to be able to come or, you know, or, you know, something like that. People just miss being able to interact with other people because they're not interacting with them as much as they would like to. So, yeah, interacting with people is definitely, well, just pretty much, yeah, your social life changes when you're a stay-at-home parent. Anyways, that's, yeah, that's pretty much all I have for you that I really wanted to talk about was those two main points about the COVID card, the vaccine cards and the 9-11, 20 years going and being a stay-at-home parent. So yeah, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, I wanted to talk about it being a stay-at-home parent because I know during the shutdown last year, people got to experience that. And most people don't realize how much, how stressful, or how stressful it is, how much, just how much of an impact it has on a parent when they're a stay-at-home parent. Um, for me personally, I don't have any kids. Uh, my husband has one with his with another with another woman, of course, but he lives with the mom. But as far as me personally, I don't have any kids with anybody else, and my husband, me, don't have any kids together. So for me personally, I don't know what it's like to be a stay-at-home parent and have to, you know, take care of a child in general. But um, I do come from a big family, so I have. You know, I do have siblings, I do have cousins, you know, I do have a lot of aunties and uncles and cousins and everything. So I know, you know, there's people in my family that are stay-at-home parents. So I see, I've seen what, it, I've seen firsthand through family, what a stay-at-home parent does, what it's about, how stressful it is, you know, and it's very common here in Hawaii. Um, you know, being a stay-at-home parent. So which this that's another reason why I decided to choose this topic was because I've seen firsthand what it is to be a stay-at-home parent. Um, but yeah, that's why I chose this topic. Anyways, that's all I have for you guys. Hope you enjoyed today's topic. Don't forget to drop a comment or like. You can also follow on Instagram, Facebook, and Spotify. Until next time. See you next week.